Mind Your Subconscious is the podcast that provides you with techniques and knowledge about your subconscious mind, the part of your brain that lets you control your ego and create an extraordinary reality with your thoughts. We invite meditation, hypnosis, NLP, EFT, and other experts to help you master the most powerful part of your brain. Your host is Jennifer Schlüter, who quit her job as managing editor of 22 newspapers to travel the world and work online just after one hypnosis session. A nomad ever since 2016, Jennifer is now a certified hypnotist and helps people transform their dreams into reality. I have dedicated the month of February in this podcast to making more money, to creating more abundance in your life. So if you want to make more money, if you want to have a raise, if you want to get more clients, if you want to influence more lives, if you want to do more of what you love and simultaneously make more money and create more abundance in your life, then this month is for you. Every single episode of this podcast in the month of February is dedicated to making us more money because more money is our divine right, abundance is our divine right, and there is always enough. We just have to choose to believe it and we just have to reprogram our subconscious minds to the point where we believe this is true and to the point where we can trust and surrender that more money is meant for us, but at the same time, we can do what we love, we can enjoy our lives, and we can align with our purpose. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Mind Your Subconscious. Today, I am with Abby Levine. She's a divine money manifesting coach, and she's coming from a background of foster care, abuse, poverty, and homelessness, and now she has made herself succeed. She founded a business as a homeless single mom, and she made her whole world change with hypnotherapy NLP, Reiki, and angel communication. Abby and I talked about how you can also manifest as much money as you want into your life and how you can let go of those old limiting beliefs that you have around money and why now is the time to live up to your fullest potential, to live up to your purpose, and to really do what you love. I really dug deep with Abby because I wanted to know why there are some low-frequency people in this world who are making or having a lot of money and why there are good people who do good, who live their purpose and who are just good people all around, why they struggle to make as much money as they want or need or as much money as they deserve. Why is that? Find out in this podcast, enjoy this episode, and have an amazing week. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Abby. Abby, please introduce yourself and let us know what you do. Hello, hello, everybody. I am Abby Levine, and I am a divine money manifesting coach. Essentially, what I do is I help socially conscious, spiritually aware 
individuals. Um, they tend to be entrepreneurs, but they don't have to be entrepreneurs to align with an extreme wealth consciousness. So <clears throat> it's no secret that our world is kind of crazy right now. And everybody who was put on this planet has heard the call, is, is hearing the bugle sound that is waking us up from our deep unconscious sleep and is requiring us to step up to the plate and say yes to the mission again to say yes to the mission that we came here for <clears throat> whatever that may be it may be photography it may be whatever right it doesn't have to have a specific um it doesn't have to be coaching or teaching whatever but the thing that we get trapped in is our worry about money right where's the money going to come from People won't pay me for that. How am I going to feed my children? Or how am I going to feed myself? How am I going to keep a roof over my head? And so we get so distracted by worrying where the money is going to come from that we simply don't um, invest fully our energy into our purpose. And when that happens, that is a travesty to the world because each person is so vital um, to make the whole wheel to, of the world to turn much more smoothly. So I have been charged with the job of, <clears throat> as people are waking up and beginning to worry about money, I swoop in and go, no, 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 babe, you don't have to worry about money. Let's go ahead and align you with a huge wealth consciousness so we can get thousands, tens of thousands, millions of dollars flowing into your life. And then you can totally set your um, money worries aside so you can pivot and focus entirely on your mission. Okay, great. And explain to us, what does a wealth consciousness have to do with the subconscious mind? Ah, that's a great question. <laughs> so the subconscious mind controls all of our behaviors, all of our beliefs, all of our values. It controls even the energy that we emit. 24-7, right? We're constantly emitting energy 24-7 on that energy. And this is not woo-woo, this is science. This can be measured on a on a scan called spectrometer. You know this. Um, so on that energy, it, our signals, our messages that um, essentially align, kind of like a radio frequency, right? And we are able to attract to us other things that are on the same radio frequency. Okay, we can actually measure this energy as hertz, right? So it literally is like a radio wave that we're attracting. That's where that saying your vibe attracts your tribe comes from, is because we're emitting uh, energy on a certain level of hertz and attracting similar people on that same wavelength. Well, money also has its own hertz level that it operates on. And the larger the money um, that you want to attract, the higher the frequency and the vibration it is, right? So like if you take hertz, you'd have to turn the dial on the radio up a few notches so that you could get um, into alignment onto the same wavelength as a higher level of money. So that's essentially what I help people do is I help them turn up their vibration so they can get on the same wavelength as a higher level of money that they want to check into their life. Um, and the thing that stops them from turning up their vibration are limiting beliefs about themselves, about money, it's 
that's um, damaged relationships with themselves, with the world, lack of trust, with money, it's fear around money. And all of that stuff that stops the vibration from going up exists within the subconscious. Okay, great. Thank you so much for this explanation. Now I have a question. Let's say, um, I hope you agree with this, but let's say we have... (laughs) We have a politician who is very low frequency. <laughs> yeah. And how does it happen that he has, or you know, that, that he has got a lot of money? Mm. Oh, great question. How do bad quote unquote, how do low frequency people get a lot of money? Yeah. Aha, that is a beautiful question. We're going to go a little bit like um, 40,000 foot view on everything right now so everybody who's listening we're gonna go up come with us we're moving out of an age that is has been affectionately termed the dark ages and we're moving into an age um that is affectionately termed the golden age dark ages have lasted for about five thousand years and it's based in control it's based in suffocation it's based in um patriarchy it's based in rigorous um kind of dictatorship right kind of based in this few people have power kind of model and they're the ones who control and tell everybody else what to do through that they were able to accumulate money that way the people uh, on top who had the power were able to accumulate money um probably from their ancestors right because when we have ancestors that have done a, a lot of really great deeds it acquire it, it accumulates good karma in our spiritual bank account and good karma is passed down through all of the generations until there's one generation maybe that doesn't generate a lot of good karma and maybe generates a lot of bad karma and they essentially wipe out the good karma bank account um that exists in the spiritual world. So this uh, wealth is passed down and passed down based on the old model, right? We call it paradigms, but based on the old model of I'm in control, I tell you what to do, I get paid handsomely for it. However, we're moving into a golden age and a golden age model is based on harmony, cooperation, um, democracy, like justice, fair leadership. So as we move into the golden age, the wealth is going to get redistributed. Now that doesn't mean that everybody's going to have a million dollars. It just it simply doesn't work like that. <clears throat> it's It definitely means everybody could have a million dollars, but everybody's dealing with their own stuff. So it depends if you have a specific or not. What it does mean is anybody who's built their business on the old paradigm of the the suffocation, the control, is going to lose all their money, or they're going to pass, or they're going to perish, or they're going to die, right? Fortunately, you can already start to see some of that, right? Companies going bankrupt, people who may not have been really savory, people like dying or um losing all their money and that's going to continue to happen over the next 15 years so yes it's difficult to understand why people who who operate on a lower vibration are able to accumulate a lot of money but it's only difficult to understand if you're just looking at one snapshot in time and it's not one snapshot in time that counts the beautiful thing is 
if we come from a heritage of people who accumulate the negative bank karma for us in the spiritual world, like a negative, tons of negative, we can work that off through acts of service. When we do acts of service, we're actually wiping our negative karma clean, we've inherited, and we are establishing positive karma. So that's how one generation can turn the wealth of the entire lineage around, is that we can actually wipe clean karmic account and create um, beautiful karma for the rest of their downline. That's the real legacy that we're creating when we're alive. It's not necessarily the money in the bank, although that certainly helps. Um, the real legacy that we're creating is the positive karma that we generate for our downline ancestors, so they don't have to wipe our negative karma um, or everybody else who came before us. Okay, and let's say you are a person who is doing good things and who has a good heart and who wants mm -hmm. to live with his or her purpose and yes. who generally is aware of, you know, good karma, good deeds or whatever. Yes. Why do they have so many doubts and, and so many, like maybe so much anger against money or so many doubts, like, can I do this? And all these negative feelings mm. surrounding money. Why is that? Right. That is inherited. It's inherited from our ancestral line, so it's probably something that they heard when they were growing up, right? If their parents weren't wealthy, it's it's probable that their parents said things that were negative against people that were wealthy. And if, if there's an anger towards money, then it's probable that their parents were angry towards people who had money. And angry when they didn't have enough money to pay for what they wanted to do or pay for what they wanted to pay for. All of our limiting beliefs are inherited, either from our parents or our ancestors or from society, right? We happen to be in this really interesting time where the echoes of trauma of, um, so the people who maintained power did so by trying to convince us that we're nothing, right? We're nothing, we're no one, we're not important. You have no power, right? When in fact, that's not true at all. But because society has built this belief for so long and perpetuated it amongst each other, right? We've got the crab in the bucket mentality. So one person tries to climb out and everybody else grabs their legs and goes, no, 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 it's not safe out there. Why? Because you're nothing and you don't know that you're nothing. So let us help remind you that you're nothing so that you don't get hurt, right? So we have these echoes of all of this like multi-generational um, turmoil and trauma that our generation is now responsible for healing and turning around. So it's not necessarily that it's not possible for people who... Because that's a frustrating place to be, right? Well, I, you know, I serve every Sunday. I go feed the homeless. I work really hard. I'm such a nice person. I only do kind things. Why the heck am I stony broke? Like, why am I still struggling to pay my bills? And that is just the bottom line comes down to there are beliefs about money that are false that exist within the subconscious and need to be cleared, need to be gotten rid of. There are... Um, there's some healing to do with a relationship of money. You also have to heal your relationship with yourself. If you're still carrying on that false idea that was given to you that you're nothing, then you're not going to feel worthy 
of making a lot of money, whether it's through a job or otherwise, right? So you have to heal your relationship with yourself. So you actually know that you are worthy. And not only are you worthy, but you're worthy of millions of dollars. Like that's the irony, right? Is that abundance is limitless. And it, the only thing that stops us from acquiring our assigned portion of abundance is ourselves. Okay, so now here's the next question. Um, if you're spiritual and whatever, and it's all about, you know, living your purpose and healing your karma and doing good deeds or whatever, should we strive for money? Should we strive for these millions or should we strive to do good? Or does it... Does it <laughs> Great question. So... That is, a, that is a trap that people get pulled into when they become money-focused, right? When you become money-focused, if you get attached to money, if you get attached to the material things that money can buy you, uh, that will end in misery. Because happiness, peace, contentment cannot, absolutely cannot come from outside of us. It's not possible. So there's a little dance that needs to happen. The dance is heal your relationship with money, set your intentions for how much money you want to make, and then go and do the good thing that you want to do. The universe is the only one who can create the results. Right? We are absolutely out of control. So the more we cling to the result, the more we cling to this idea that I need to make millions of dollars, the more we cling and hold on to and try to control how the sales come in or how the business is built or, or uh, when people say yes or how many people are going to say yes in this short period of time, the more we cling to that, the further and further we get from our actual purpose because our purpose is not to come to this planet it's not our purpose but however we have all of the resources available to us so if we only strictly focus on our purpose and we shun the tools that are available to us that's a bit silly it's kind of like okay so let's say that as we're born um there's there's like a list of missions that we can sign up for we pick a mission um the council approves and as we're leaving to come to earth they hand us a tool backpack and got everything that we need in in the backpack in order to accomplish our mission success it's got resources it's got money it's got love it's got names of people who are going to help us um, get, get to the next level it's got programs it's got books it's got addresses it's got homes it's got everything all mapped out is in our backpack as we come to earth to shun money and all the resources that are out there in order to help us accomplish our purpose is the equivalent of taking off the backpack and being like, well, I know they gave this to me to help me accomplish my purpose, but I'm going to figure this out by myself. And we put the backpack down and it's like sitting next to our feet. And then we grab a stick. We grab a stick and we're like, okay, I found the stick. And we try to like, you know, unscrew this thing that has to be unscrewed with this stick when there's a perfectly good screwdriver in our backpack. We're like, no, 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 no. I can't use anybody's help can't use the resources that were given to me. I got to figure this out by myself. Um, and so we try and we try, and then it looks like the stick is turning through and then the splinters, we got splinters in our hands and we give up and we go, this is so hard. Why does it have to be this hard? And we sit down, we're frustrated. 
and then we take a break. We read a book, we rest, we relax, we reevaluate and realize, okay, there has to be, has to be a way, there has to be a solution. Oh, by the way, the only people who ever lose are the people who quit trying. Okay, cool. I'm not a failure. I'm going to keep trying. And we stand up and we turn around and we grab another stick. Okay, so rather than use all the resources that, that we have for our mission, all the money, the people, we keep thinking that we have to do it ourselves. It's almost like this idea of spiritual pride. Like if I take money, if I use resources, then it makes me dirty. No, it doesn't. But that's a belief that has been given to us to keep us small, to keep us suffering, to keep us struggling. Because if we have all the money and the resources that we need, guess how many more people we can connect? Guess how many more people we can help? Guess how many more people come out of the bondage of control and slavery and actually start to have, feel empowered, right? So the powers that be don't want that. They want us small. They want us feeling insignificant because we're much easier to control them. Okay, great. That was kind yeah. of a long, a long-winded answer to your question. <laughs> we got the time. It's all good. Um, yeah. so now let's get into the types of people you work with. What kind of people do you work with and what are their biggest problems? Oh, great question. So the kinds of people that I work with are people who have an awareness that they came here to do something important. Now, everybody, here's the thing, everybody came here to do something important, but I only work with the people who have an awareness that they do. So they don't even have to know what it is. They just have this niggling feeling that's deep in their belly or deep in their heart or deep at the back of their head that says, I'm meant for more. I'm meant for more. Um, usually the people who work with me are either stay-at-home moms, they might be business owners who've built their business to maybe like 50, 60, 70,000, but are having trouble breaking the six-figure mark, or they are successful um, in their careers, and they may even like their job, and they're making a ton of money, like over six figures in their job, but they're miserable. They can feel their soul dying one piece at a time because it's not what they were put on this planet to do and it feels like it feels like almost the ground is beginning to unravel because they almost are starting to lose control of their environment because they're not happy and when you're not happy it, it's pervasive it starts to leak in to every single area of your of your life so those are the people um, that I work with and that's the moment that I work with them. I help them transition. If they own a business, I help them transition to far beyond, sometimes 10 times more than they were making. I mean, I I think I put this in my, um, my bio, but last year, the majority of people who came to work with me were making less than $5,000 a month. And by the end of 2019, my clients made over $135 million in revenue. So <clears throat> sometimes we like 10X their income or it's people who need to make the transition from working in, um, in a job, but they cannot afford to risk a drop in pay. So they need to build up what they need to discover what it is, but first of all, what they're supposed to be doing and then build it up slowly and systematically on the side until they can do a smooth transition and they haven't suffered a loss of income. Gotcha. 
And how do you help them? What are your best, um, yeah, how do you help them? Let's, let's get to that first. Sure. <laughs> so I use a variety of different techniques. I have a group program and I do one-on-ones, but my group program comes with all my one-on-ones because I essentially have one product. And my product is called the Wealth Alchemy Formula class. Um, and so we, I use a variety of different processes, hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming. We use Reiki, we use angel readings, we use um, old Hindi techniques that are like 5,000 years old that are really powerful healing techniques. We use a lot of different types of healing, but it's very neatly packaged in a like current time way. Um, it's super practical. Like that's one of the things that I love about what I do is I'm really down to earth. I built all of this as a single mom. So we talk about time management. We talk about calendaring. We talk about, okay, you have this little piece of time. How do you create, like, how do you set everything up so that everything is possible? Nothing suffers. There's a beautiful harmony. Um, and we essentially work on three different platforms. So step one is to disconnect entirely from attachment to materialism. So that's money, that's stuff, that's um, bank accounts. Because when you can detach from materialism, the flow of money and resources is much more easy and effortless. And the universe controls it all anyway. We just have to, we should just think we do. So when we can really accept that we don't control it, we can be a little bit more accepting, actually a lot more accepting of all the resources that flow into our lives. Um, so it doesn't create those peaks of elation when we have lots of money or those deep, deep, deep drops of deep depression or desperation when we don't have a lot of money. So that's step one. And then step two is healing your relationship with money, healing your relationship with yourself and healing your relationship with the outside world. Because when you can heal your relationship with the outside world, you can have things like trust. You can trust that people are going to pay you what you're asking. You can trust that people are going to respect you. You can set boundaries. You can powerfully step into your sovereignty and claim your rightful place as an important part of this entire process. So that's step two. And then step three is learning how to get into complete surrender. Now, we, I touched on a little bit earlier that the universe um, and abundance is absolutely infinite. There is no limit to how much abundance can be created. Any idea that there's a limited amount of money on this planet was created by people who are trying to control that money. Right? Is no limit to abundance. But we don't control the when, we don't control the how. We don't control how we get it, we don't control how much, we don't control when it comes to us. So the, the most important part of that process is to surrender entirely to what the universe has in store for us and stop trying to control the how and the when. When we can do that, when we can surrender, we stop limiting ourselves because the universe is able to create much, much more, infinitely more than we're able to create for ourselves. So when we just get out the way, just get out the freaking way, the universe can rush in and take over. And that's how it's possible for someone to go from making $5,000 to making over like 
$54 million in a year um, within a space of one year is because she just trusted. She didn't know how it was going to happen. She didn't even predict it. She couldn't have predicted it. She just got out the way and she just let the universe come in and take over. And when we do that, when we do it consistently, the universe is able to create absolute miracles for us. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Amazing. These are great uh, tips. Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, yeah, so now tell us about your story. How oh. did you get into all of this? How did you get into the manifesting side of the um, story? And yeah, <laughs> this is a good one. I'll try to keep it short, although you've noticed that I'm pretty long winded. So good luck to me. Um, <laughs> so so my background was really traumatic. I was raised in foster care. Um, I've been abused. I've been abandoned. I have been homeless. In fact, it was when I was homeless for the fourth time that I finally opened my eyes and realized that it was time to stop blaming my abusers. Um, and it was time to stop expecting that someone was going to rescue me because I had this sense of entitlement. Like all of these bad things have happened to me and I didn't do anything to deserve it. So now someone has to rescue me because I've already done my piece. So I was able to actually recognize that that mindset and that mentality wasn't helping me. In fact, it kept on getting me into deeper and deeper, more sticky situations. And I was a single mom. Like, I didn't have the luxury of making these mistakes consistently because I had to make sure that there was still a roof over my daughter's head and food on the table at the end of the day. So I decided to pause and decide what it was that I really wanted to do. And I found that hypnotherapy was the intersection of everything that I'd ever felt called to do in my life. So I started working as a hypnotherapist. I built up my practice. I was able to go hypnotherapy full time after about ask how you got into hypnotherapy. Yes, that's a great question. I was reading a book called Journey of Souls. Ah. <laughs> Have you read that one? Of course. Oh, good. I love, oh, my God. Changed my life. And I was like, what? This guy, this is what he gets to do. He gets to spend five or six hours, two or three times a week taking people on journeys through their past lives and then to the soul like to the spirit world like what and i was like i calculated and i was like wow even if you only saw two people a week or even one person a week you could be making like six figures i was like yes yes that's what i want to do i'm gonna go do that and then i found out that in order to get um into his school to learn how to do life between life regression therapy, you had to be a practicing hypnotherapist for two years. And I was like, okay, guess I'll go do that. And there was um, there was a school, if you're here, you probably know it, HMI, College of Hypnotherapy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there was a school like two blocks away from where I was staying with my friend on her couch. And I went and I met Michelle, the admissions advisor, and I was like, oh my God, this is my home. And I enrolled that same day. Um, so fast forward, like five years later, I have a successful practice and I've been voted, you know, best in Santa Clarita five years in a row, best in Los Angeles four years in a row. And um, I was capped. I was working 60 hours a week and making $6,000 a month. And I was like, hmm, there's a problem here because I'm supposed to make millions because I've got so much good stuff to do with my money. 
So I realized that my relationship with money needed work. So I went to work on healing my relationship with money, using NLP, finding my limiting beliefs, finding where my um, own brokenness with money was and started healing that. And with a very short space of time, um, one year actually, I had uh, 6X to my income. Um, so that was remarkable. And then I was like, okay, well, I need to teach other people how to do that. Um, and it was during that time that I started to communicate, like I became an angel communicator and they were giving me a lot of info. They were actually the ones that pushed me into working with abundance and manifestation. I did not feel qualified. I didn't have a good history with money. I had barely healed my relationship with money. Um, and it was barely having the side effects. I did not feel ready. I didn't feel qualified, but they were like, you got to do it now. So I was like, okay back into surrender. Um, and so I started my program, Millionaire Mindset Mastery, and the rest is history. That was last year. Love it. And you are a millionaire now? No, not yet. No, <laughs> I've created, I know, I've created tons of millionaires, but mine hasn't come yet. <laughs> but they're like, no worries, all in its own divine timing. So again, that's where surrender comes in, right? It's like, it's, my fee is not based on commission. So I don't get a commission when my clients make a million dollars. I just charge them my fee and they go off and do their thing. Yeah, soon, soon, you know? Absolutely. It, within the next 18 months, because here's my next goal, is that I, my coach who helps people get to seven and eight figures, my coach said he's never met a woman who's got, who's built their business, especially a coach or a teacher, who's built their business to over a million dollars without having adrenal fatigue, without going into hardcore adrenal failure and getting really, really sick. So that to me is some BS. I think that there is absolutely a way that we can build a sustainable, lucrative, high profit business and also maintain our health and maintain our relationships. So that's the next code that I'm cracking is how do you get to seven figures um, in a way that maintains your health, your family, your relationships, and your relationship to yourself. I'm loving this. I'm all about this. I'm all for this because like, <laughs> you just got to work smarter, not harder always. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's another terrifying thing that his, his clients who are now millionaires and multimillionaires, right? Um, even like he has a couple of billionaires that he works with, but his clients right now, he's getting them because they have built their business in such an inefficient way that they cannot, they still can't afford to pay their bills, even though they have a multimillion dollar company. Like that is a horrifying prospect. He has one client he was telling us the other day, she has to, she has to make $190,000 a month or she, um, she doesn't pay her bills. Like that is her minimum expenses, $190,000 a month. I was like, yikes. So there has to be a way that we can do it more financially responsibly as well, where we don't have to live like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for you that you're going to crack this code soon and that you can help other people to do the same. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. I know it, but I'm testing it on myself first so I can be the proof in the pudding and then I can take it and teach everybody else how to do it too. 
Amazing. Awesome. And um, can I ask you, what was your first hypnosis session like? What did you, did you have a great impact like right after the first session or tell us mm. about your first, first experience? Sure. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, it's a great question. My first three practice cases were on three of my best friends who all had um, extreme anxiety. <laughs> we were speaking about anxiety before we started. So each of them had extreme anxiety. Two of them had been on medication for years. One of them had been on medication for 15 years. And um, and this was not me going, I can cure your anxiety, because you know, as hypnotherapists, we can't claim to cure anything. But this was me just asking them as my best friends, hey, can I practice on you? Um, and have no, I had no idea how it was going to go. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, of course, they're my best friends. So I practiced on each of them um, individually. And after one session with the one who hadn't been on medication, her anxiety was totally gone. After three sessions with the one who had been on medication for like five years, um, her anxiety was gone and she had taken it upon herself to approach her doctor to half her anxiety medication. And after six sessions, my friend who'd been on um, medication for 15 years had just taken herself off her medication. She had weaned it down without telling me she was because she just felt like she didn't need it anymore. And after six sessions, she told me, yeah, I, I stopped taking it and I haven't felt anxious. Um, and that moment right then when she texted me that actually, I just burst into tears because like I bawled for like 30 minutes because the fact that I'd found uh, a modality, a technique that was so, so effective, so fast and so helpful that could create literal life changes was unbelievable to me. I was floored. I get chills when you're speaking about this. I, that's why I love it so much as well. It's beautiful. Yay. And <laughs> when we speak about money and your clients, what do you like to use hypnosis for the most? Like what, Ooh, yeah. which hypnosis does every one of your clients have to go through and have to get because it's so freaking powerful? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, that's a great question. I love it. So I do um, timeline therapy and limiting belief clearings with all of my clients because it is the most effective way to remove a limiting belief. However, if you only do timeline therapy or ne and uh, neurolinguistic programming, the system is in way too much shock to be able to effortlessly integrate the changes that are coming. So the one hypnosis that I do with every class, every um, client is a hypnosis called receive pure positive energy because it allows them to essentially stop thinking about the thing that we're working on and just literally just be in a mode of receiving and healing and it grounds in subconsciously all the work that we're doing outside of that hypnosis because it relaxes the subconscious mind and so it lets all of that good stuff get in and penetrate in the subconscious without doing anything particularly jarring. I also have one that I love called the tree meditation, which is very, very similar. Um, but it's a, it's a tree imagining rather than um, just receiving pure positive energy. 
Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> so <Yay. laughs> is there anything else you want to share with us today about um, our subject money manifestation? Yes, absolutely. I want to say to you that if your relationship with money isn't good, start working on it ASAP. We're moving into a very beautiful, cooperative um, time with people and money and society. And if there was ever a time that it's going to be ripe for the taking, when you're aligning with truth and when you're aligning with your mission, it's now. It's in the next 15 years. So begin right now, ASAP, to start working on your relationship with money. And it doesn't have to be with me or anyone that you hear on the show. It can be, obviously, like we know what we're doing, but do it somehow. Find a book, find a group, find something that can help you begin to work on your relationship with money because massive riches are in your future, not for the sake of being rich, but for the sake of supporting you in your mission and helping you to achieve exactly what you came here to achieve without worry. It's possible for it to be easy and effortless. It's possible to happen with peace and contentment. So start ASAP. That would be my number one message. Lovely. And I also want to mention that, you know, like when you have a lot of money, how many more people can you help? How much more can you do for people? If that's your passion, if your passion is helping people, if your mission, if your soul's purpose is helping people in any way or form, how much more people can you help with more money? Right, exactly. That's exactly it. It doesn't have to be about owning 12 Gucci purses or 15 Mercedes Benz. Like that's not what it's about. It's about, yes, how many more people can you get in front of? How many more lives can you touch? How many more lights can you turn on? How many more people can you activate? How many more people can you empower or heal or whatever, whatever it is that you're called here to do? Many more people. You get a much wider reach when you have more dollars on your bank account. Beautiful. Awesome. Amazing. And um, what is next for you? Next for me? Well, I'm just in the process of launching my um, Wealth Alchemy Formula class, which is essentially version 2.0 of Millionaire Mindset Mastery. And I'm focused on that for the next pretty much year to 18 months as I really help create this beautiful container that people can come into, can heal in, and then can go out and become, you know, the most expansive versions of themselves with all of the resources that they need. And um, I'm super excited about that. And in the process for myself, I'm going to be creating this formula to getting to seven figures in an easy, effortless way with lots of peace and contentment and zero hustle. I am so anti-hustle, it's ridiculous. I love it, amazing, perfect. <laughs> um, and how can our audience find you? Um, my best suggestion would be either to join my free Facebook group, which is Divine Money Manifesting, uh, which you can just find online and just kind of dive right in. I do free classes all the time. I have tons and tons and tons of content available. Um, so, you know, you're welcome to do that and just 
check it out. Start fixing your money relationship right now. And then I also would love to invite them to um, join my free challenge, which is called 12 Days of Breakthroughs. So essentially what I was able to do was find the top limiting beliefs that prevent socially conscious, um, spiritually minded people from getting above 20 to 50K per month. Uh, and there's lots of commonalities, but I found the top ones. And then I did a free challenge just to clear those top beliefs so that we can start getting into flow immediately. And it's so freaking powerful. Um, I've had people triple their income just from the beginning of the challenge to the end. I've had people get tons of new clients. I've had people lose, oh my gosh, identifying beliefs that they've had since pre-birth that they got from their parents. It's really, really powerful. So I welcome you. I invite you to join that. And then will there be a link on the post that they can um, that they can just jump in that? Yes, yes, absolutely. And, oh, We're perfect. going to post everything that you just said on the podcast. Excellent. Yeah. Yay. So just check out the link. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's that's my best suggestion for you. Awesome. Amazing. Great. Thank you so much for your time and oh for gosh. your wisdom and for sharing everything with us. Thank you so much. Oh, Jennifer, can I just say I'm so, so grateful to you, not only for having me on the show today, but also for the work that you're doing. What you're doing is so pioneering for an industry that is so effective and efficient that everybody should have a hypnotherapist. Um, and so you're helping to demystify this whole entire industry. And on behalf of mindset workers everywhere, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. That just made my day. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Love this episode of Mind Your Subconscious? Subscribe, rate, and leave a review on whichever platform you're listening. It's very much appreciated. Thank you so much. Catch our next episode every Monday.